to Slightly Scary Podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about Lizzie Borden, The Haunting. The Borden house has been shrouded in tragedy, and it is possible that this negative energy still lingers in the location. There have been reports of unexplained footsteps, disembodied voices, and mysterious furniture movements, all of which make it an even more desirable place for paranormal enthusiasts to stay. Is it possible that the spirits of those who were involved in the tragic events are still present? And what kind of energy still lingers in the Borden house today? Savannah, I feel like we've had a lot of fun with like the true crime stuff. Have you enjoyed it, you little true crime junkie? I love it. I told you, I love listening to crime. I love listening all about it. This episode is going to freak me out the most, though, (laughs) just because she's like transcended dimensions like she's she's present and she's messing stuff up in massachusetts and that really Mm -hmm. freaks me the f out it freaks me the f out dude i don't like same with at least with true crime you know the ending you're like oh all right you know they did what they did it's absolutely terrible and tragic but she's come back for more and i I know i don't vibe with that lizzie not at all dude i know trust me i get it i've always said i can handle like murder movies way more than I can handle paranormal stuff because like a person you know how to kill like if you were in that situation of like someone was trying to kill you you know how to stop them yeah you don't know how to stop a ghost like who you gonna call you know the ghost just kidding we don't have the trademark (laughs) for that (laughs) wait can we not say that is that not possible I mean I'm sure we could just put an air quote ghostbusters the ghost team who you gonna call the ghost team the ghost team not the busters just the team they're just like the (laughs) the blockbuster of Netflix you know I guess (laughs) I'm gonna tell you who I would not ever call Zach Baggins why from from ghost adventures Oh my god. <laughs> that man. I'm gonna talk about him later in the episode. He gets involved in this episode for I ghost love adventure enthusiast. For him. I love that. Yes. Um, I wanna be best friends with him. I think. <laughs> I think I have a love-hate relationship with him. Have you ever watched Ghost Adventures? No. Um, I I don't know. What was that one? Maybe it was Ghost Adventures. It was like mostly in black and white for whatever reason and it was really choppy <laughs> 2000s drama oh my that's god that's definitely ghost adventures. i'm sure it's ghost hunters hold on ghost is it just like also like random screams like just yes. and like random shots of no. like creepy dolls dude it was ghost hunters because it was back in 2004 when it started so i know that's what i watched Wait, so it wasn't ghost adventures no and it was on the travel channel and i remember oh, watching it and it had weird like electric music and then black and white <laughs> cuts of like what was going on and it was like can you hear me and it was always the same like you know like it was the same stuff every time it made no sense i think i really think that was it's very similar to ghost adventures well that's just a rip off <laughs> did you ever watch the south park episode where they made fun of ghost adventures no dude you have to watch that episode it is one of the best south park episodes they just basically do like this whole ghost adventures episode and zach beggins is on it and um they make him like 
pee his pants and he's like, there's a presence that's going down my leg. (laughs) (laughs) And it is awesome. So you have to check it out. Oh Um, my God. So good. But we got so off topic. Um, My B. I like how we ended up with someone peeing their pants on South Park. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But this true crime has been fun. I... I was really skeptical. I know Lizzie Borden was my idea, but I was really skeptical to do any sort of true crime because there's so much that goes into true crime Mm -hmm. and you have to be very accurate with the information. um, And you also have to be just like super respectful of the people involved. And like that can be hard to navigate whenever you're trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. Point blank. Um, So period. (laughs) Thank you. So I was skeptical, but I had a lot of fun doing this and maybe this won't be the last time we do true crime <gasps> who knows what the future holds do i feel a presence upon us of true maybe, <laughs> maybe lingering <laughs> you all might see us sprinkle some true crime in here and there in the future just we've done a little the idiotest amount and i feel like this past episode it was so fun you went into so much detail mm-hmm. and i was like yeah. chomping at the bits and i had so many theories and they were all wrong <laughs> speaking of theories savannah um we posted a tiktok and asked our listeners to give their theories on the lizzie borden case and i want to go through some of the favorites okay do you want to take turns reading them yeah that would be fun okay awesome well, first off, a lot of people just commented, yes, yes, 100% they thought Lizzie Borden committed the murders. Because she did. Because, I mean, that's how we feel. Um, but then some people dove in a little bit deeper and gave their opinions and expanded on their theories. Um, so if you want to read the first one, Savannah, with the username as well. Yes, from... LK Phillips 0127. They said, I follow this case for years, seen movies, listen to podcasts. I think Lizzie killed her father and stepmother because her father was changing his will and Lizzie was all about the money. Of course she was. (laughs) She wanted to live on that hill, which was the rich section of town. And her father made them live in the modest part. Then he was changing his will so she would get less money. And she had to get rid of the stepmother or the stepmother would inherit some of the money. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Lizzie wanted the money. Back in the day, it was very hard for men to convict women on a murder charge, especially a violent one. That was so good. I know. I loved this theory because I'd never thought, what if he was like in the middle of changing his will to give more money to Abby? And then Lizzie was like, no, no, no. I got to take this into my own hands right now. Gosh. Mm -hmm. So... I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is from a man dub 207. Lizzie and the maid did it possibly because of a love affair. Ooh. So she's leaning into this love affair theory that we had discussed a little bit about last episode. I still, I'm not convinced, but I mean, I'm open to suggestions. I mean, like open to the possibility to the possibility that she's just really cranky. She just <laughs> really didn't. She really wanted to murder them, and maybe their maid helped them. I don't know. Yeah, maybe someone found out. Someone was like, "Oh, I saw Lizzie with the maid," and mm-hmm. they wanted Lizzie wanted to take matters into her own hand and be like, "No, you didn't." 
Maybe. Who knows? I will read this next one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's from Ashley. And she sent us a DM because she got real specific with it. Oh, my God. My, yes. My theory. Lizzie and Emma were plotting to kill Abby together. Emma was scared and didn't want to be involved, but Lizzie followed through. Lizzie asked Andrew to mail something for her to get him out of the home. When Andrew came home, Lizzie didn't have time to clean it up, so she killed her father as to not get caught. When Lizzie was in jail, she assumed Emma to have said something since she thought she had gotten away with it and her mind was probably racing. Lizzie charges murder in the first degree, an additional murder in the first degree, conspiracy to commit murder, obstruction of justice, tampering with evidence, crime scene. Those are the murder charges or the charges Ashley would have given. Sounds like Ashley, too, has a lot of time on her hands to just be (laughs) handing out some of the. I'm just kidding. I love you, Ashley. But I, she read that to me in the last part and I was like, okay, girl. I mean, I get it. I mean, I still feel like Emma was way more involved. And maybe Ooh, you she... think she was more involved? I don't, you know what I thought. I thought that she had never went to go stay with her friend. Obviously, that's not true. She did go <laughs> stay with her friend. But I feel like this is a good example. She was way more involved. She she did know the plan. She knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I totally think that Emma was involved because why else would she go to the jail and Lizzie be like, you've given me away. And Emma was like, no, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I just, and like Emma just kind of stepping aside while Lizzie was burning her dress. I just, I think Emma was involved. I'm all for mm-hmm. this theory. Me too. All right. The next one is from Barbara Brandt, Barb Brandt. Sorry. Sometimes it's hard to read usernames. Barb Brandt zero. Yes, Lizzie did it, but I think she was sexually abused by her father. I think she had been pushed enough and she just snapped. This was another theory. I don't know if we talked about it last episode, but it was definitely one that I saw like whenever I was doing my research is is people thought that maybe Lizzie was abused by her father sexually or maybe just physically. Maybe. I mean, I would understand her snapping under those circumstances yeah it'd be a definitely a crime of vengeance it seemed like a very intimate murder so either she maybe had something psychological like maybe she was a psychopath or maybe something pushed her over the limit maybe well um something else really fun in the comments somebody suggested that we should reach out to seth borden who is apparently related to lizzie borden and they said you should get his take like have him on get his take do a whole collaboration so we might try to see how we can reach out to him i don't know how you would reach out like just search for his social media maybe be like oh hey Hey, what's up? up? We run this low scale podcast. <laughs> There's a Seth Borden on YouTube. There's an actor. Is he an actor? I would do like Seth Borden, like type in Seth Borden related to Lizzie Borden on YouTube. I'm related to a serial killer. I'm related. Well, sounds to like a serial killer. My fifth cousin, Lizzie Borden. Ooh. So he believes that she's a serial killer. I mean, sounds like it in the title. Mm hmm. So we, you all might see that coming up in the future. I don't know. We'll we'll try it and see what comes from it. Mm-hmm. But we just want to say thank you to everybody who commented. I always love, and I know Savannah appreciates it too, whenever we get comments on our Instagram page, on our 
I almost said YouTube page, but we don't have a YouTube on our Facebook page, on our TikTok page. We love hearing your all's opinions, your takes, your thoughts on the episodes. So please go follow our TikTok if you want to be part of more conversations like these and potentially get your comments featured on our podcast because we'll be doing more stuff like this in the future. Yes, please. All right, Savannah, are you ready to dive in? I hate, I hate the ghosties, but let's do it. (laughs) Let's dive in. The Murder House Haunting. The Borden home was once a place where tragic events happened, and now it operates as a bed and breakfast and a museum. And they so lovingly call it a dead and breakfast, which is spooky. But this B&B is more than just a cool tourist attraction for true crime junkies. It has a deeper, more sinister side that pulls people in. Typically, when a tragic event happens in a place, all of that negative energy can remain in a location even as time passes. This is exactly what happened at the Borden house. In the Borden haunted home, you will find a few different spirits and we will discuss them all. Yes, the Borden home still stands in Fall River, Massachusetts, and you can even stay the night in the house or just visit for the day. They are open from 10 a.m. to midnight on a daily basis. And let me tell you, they really lean into the history and the spookiness of it all. Nope. Not for Savannah? Not you wouldn't go? I think I would go during the day just for a second. But if Willard yes. Library was too much for me, <laughs> and it was, then I was spooked out there work? too. But I agree. Willard Library was spooky. So I can't even imagine how this would feel. But I would maybe go during the day with a big group of people. It'd have to be more than just you and me. I love you, but like I need to be in the middle of like five people surrounding me. I literally, I don't know if you and I could just go anyway, because if it was anything like Willard Library, I'd be like hanging on to you for dear life. And I'd be like, don't ever leave me. And you're like, Sabrina, we haven't even stepped foot in the house. And I'd be like, you cannot effing leave me, Sabrina. You can't do this to me. I would just freak out the whole time. I could not do it. Not unless we bring a posse. That way we can feed this to the ghost and we mm-hmm. can leave. We can, if we have to, our posse could do a dance battle against the ghosts. <laughs> okay. I really hope they beat Lizzie out. I really do. She's got main character energy and I would just love somebody twerked up on her and got it done. She's got those groovy 1800s dance moves, you know? I just don't even understand. I just don't even understand. <laughs> but we would like, literally cotton eye joe her down yes retweet so like i said they really lean into the spookiness the dead and breakfast of it all they have house tours ghost tours and even ghost hunts that you can do at this location (laughs) depending on what you're into so you can stay in the morris room which is also known as the murder room it's where abby was murdered (sighs) You can stay in Libby and as Libby and Emma's suite. Nope. Or you can stay in Andrew and Abby's suite. No. None of these rooms I would want to stay in. No. I wouldn't even want to stay in the damn barn. I wouldn't even want to stay in the pear tree outside. Like I don't know. And like, why would you be like horrific tragedy happened here? And I think people will want to eat pancakes in mm-hmm. here. No. Apparently, Nobody wants to do that. Apparently, if you stay there, you can get breakfast the next morning because it's a bed and breakfast, and it's the same breakfast they had the day they were murdered. Not the poison milk. 
<laughs> not the poison milk. I think it was like mutton. I think it's weird. Okay. And I would not want to eat that for breakfast. Um, but they've even decorated the home to make it look as similar as possible to on the day that it was murdered. Uh-huh. And um, it's said that you can even see the blood stains on the floor from Andrew Borden's murder. No, no, no. I would no. never, would never want that. I would croak over. That's what would happen. I would join poor Andrew on the floor. <laughs> and that's just, that's just the gospel truth. I, I couldn't do it. You couldn't pay me enough to stay absolutely not and that's how i feel no i wouldn't yeah you couldn't pay me a million dollars to stay there for real i know an amount of money is worth me possibly getting possessed by freaking lizzie borden no thank you possessed if you stayed i don't know it's just like if you're susceptible to things like that like can't ghosts just do that i gotta look more into that but i think ghosts can just do that they just attach themselves to things it's like why dolls get possessed sorry what i said my chair kind of swiveled that's crazy my god i don't want to get doll possessed i don't want to get any possessed that's why we're not staying the night there okay well good great because i don't want to (laughs) go Well, if you do go pay a visit to this place, you might encounter a few different things. Guests claim to see a woman in a nightgown in Andrew and Abby's suite. This is often thought to be Abby. People have seen figures move across the room and have even had their limbs pulled by spirits. No. Mm-hmm. The manager of this home is named Jared, and his parents were the caretakers of the Borden house in the 90s. He claimed to have seen a shadow figure lurking in the basement when he was a child. He also reported seeing doors move on their own. The new owner of the home has had his fair share of spooky encounters as well. When he was sleeping in Bridget Sullivan's room, he heard a wind-up cat toy on the chest start to play on its own. No. In one night, he stayed in the home by himself, which, like, why would you ever, first off? No. And he slept in Andrew's room. He reported hearing voices, footsteps, and furniture move. And what's even creepier is when he was sleeping, he felt some sort of presence enter the room, surround him, surround the bed, touch his legs, and then pull the comforter. And I just... That's one of my biggest fears. It's why I sleep with, I'm, I'm terrified. I have to sleep with, um, some people can sleep with their legs outside the comforter, right? Some people, no, mm -mm. no, because monsters, they'll pull your comforters and your feet. And I don't like that. No, no, because the, you can't get hurt if your legs are inside of the blanket and I don't, it's just science. I didn't make the rules, but it's true. The ghosts know they can't touch you if you're underneath the blanket. Now, mm-hmm. if you're exposed out, you did Fair that. game. Yep. Side note, here's a little side story. When I was a child, um, I, I I guess after watching Peter Pan, I was really worried about pirates coming in my room and taking me. Um, so I would I was convinced the only way that pirates wouldn't take me if every single part of my body was covered by blankets. So I would have it like wrapped around my head and stuff. And like only my, like just the very sliver of my face is sticking out. So you're like, I'm not able to breathe, but I ain't getting snatched. (laughs) Exactly. And that's more important than breathing. Well, guests report hearing and seeing all types of spooky activity in the house as well. 
Here are some of their stories. This is taken straight from the Lizzie Borden website. Oh, God. Chilling photo in the Borden basement. And just so you know, there are pictures for you, Savannah. And these will be posted on our <clears throat> um, social media for everybody to view. I'm trying to get comfy because I'm about to lurch out of my chair. Yes. This is truly one of the most chilling pieces of evidence we have ever received from a guest. Aaron was in the basement on the extended part of the house tour in October 2022 when these photos were snapped. Shortly before this, Aaron remembers feeling very cold upstairs while getting spikes on his EMF detector. These photos are unedited and you can see Aaron's reflection taking the photos. Red shirt, left side of the frame. However, one feature... One features an eerie reflection of what appears to be a woman. This coincides with many reports of guests and staff who have felt the presence of a woman in the basement, but nothing this discernible has ever been captured before. Oh, and I can you see it? I peeked and it freaked me out. So we're going to have to look away for a moment. I have to look away. Oh, scary. <laughs> it's very eerie. I got to skip it. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> there's more oh. so be careful it's a bunch of jump scares jump scare. um there is two pictures and one is snapped and you can clearly see a woman in the background yes and then right next to it is another photo taken and there's nobody in the background and i hate that with everything with every fiber of me oh my god oh okay no. this next story andrew's face in the dining room of course it's another freaking face <laughs> well on a house tour Lori snapped this photo in the dining room and unknowingly captured the spooky image of what appears to be a face staring back at her even more creepy is that the face is eerily familiar perhaps mr andrew jackson borden himself oh it's difficult to tell for certain, but we'll let you compare the images yourself. The first is unedited with a circle highlighting the face. The second has a photo of Andrew's face overlaid to show the matching proportions. And the third is a side-by-side. Oh my God, do I have to look? It is. Oh, oh, hell no. Hell, hell no. So scary, no. Savannah. <laughs> Whatever. Whenever I was researching this, I clicked on it and I immediately clicked out of it. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this right now. No, 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 no. Oh, (laughs) I have chills. I have chills. It's so spooky. (gasps) Okay. Next story. Shadow figure in the parlor. Why? Why (laughs) the faces in the shadow people? Stephanie and her friends Chris and Christy, wait, Chrissy, Chris and Chrissy shared an unforgettable experience in the front parlor of the Lizzie Borden house. Chris, shown lying on the couch, reportedly asked the spirit of Mr. Borden about his reputation as a penny pincher. Don't piss off Mr. Borden. Don't do that. In his own home. In his own home. You're sitting in his blood right now. Literally. Oh. Show some respect. Oh, my God. So that happened shortly before this photo was snapped. When Stephanie later reviewed the photos, she could not believe what she captured. A shadow figure appeared to be entering the room from the left side of the photo. And you can freaking see it. Do I have to look? 
I it's not as scary as the other ones. <gasps> it's not a face, but it's a shadow oh, figure. That, who's laying on the couch? That's the her friend Chris. Oh my god. No. Oh. I know. Oh, oh, oh. So those were some of the guest paranormal experiences that they had um, encountered whenever staying or visiting the location. Mm -hmm. But now we're going to get into some ghostly investigations. Oh, Lord. Yes, of course. The infamous Zach Beggins has been here. And he has a whole episode about it. For anybody who wants to watch Ghost Adventures and watch this episode, it's season seven, seven, episode five. Is he legit, like a a legit ghost hunter? Is he just? He's like, like a, a silly, goofy guy. Okay. Like, I think that you would. There were parts where I audibly laughed out loud, um, because I was like, "This is ridiculous." Like one at one point in the episode, I watched the whole episode. It was it was a good episode. I got scared. I had to wait for Zach to get home for me to finish it. Um, but there was one point where he was looking for somebody he was supposed to meet up in a graveyard with he's walking around the graveyard with his camera and just talking nonsense about the graves and at one point he goes man if you just look around and you just realize we're all gonna be bodies in the ground with concrete on our head and i was like what a random thing to say while oh. you're walking around in a graveyard like no no concrete on our head we're, we're gonna have concrete no i want to be a tree or something that's just awful. i want to be a tree too yeah he's no perspective yeah he is he's like and he has he's like known for pissing off ghosts like he tries to egg him on and we'll talk about that he does that a few times in this episode oh my god so the crew, they go and visit the house and they do some fun exploring and they interview people and they talk about all these like areas in the house that are haunted. They interview a paranormal investigator, Matt Mones, and he talked about his experience on the third floor. He said that he was up there recording the orbs flying around the room and then some other people entered the room um, and this included the house psychic medium. And the psychic in- medium or the psychic? Psychic. <laughs> psychic medium. Not a sidekick. <laughs> Trusty sidekick medium. <laughs> so the house's psychic medium came into the room and he said that the camera on its own just picked up, turned, and focused on them. And oh. I saw the footage. It looked real. Although there could have been someone standing behind the camera. And they set the camera back up to where it was, and then it did it again. And uh, honestly, it was a really spooky video watching it. Mm Oh. So the Ghost Adventures team even had the daughters of the home's current owner on the show. One of them said that she was in the bedroom at one point in time, and she was just looking at a necklace that was on the dresser, and then she felt someone tug her ear. No. What's up with the ghost in ears? Don't like that. Don't like it. The other daughter said that she wouldn't even step foot in the house again because of what happened to her. When she was seven years old, she passed out in the house um, and it was in Bridget Sullivan's room. But somehow Zach Beggins convinced this girl to go back into the house. And it was wild. Let me tell you, Mm. this dude, first off, the girl was like scared. She was like, I'm never going back in the house. And then like, he convinces her to go back in. So this dude brings her to the room that she passed out in. Not just like, oh, great, we conquered a fear. You're back in the house. No, he brings her to the direct room. 
And then he just starts egging on the ghost. He's like, is there someone in here? Do you remember this girl? Do you remember making her pass out? Can you do something in this room? Oh. He's just like egging him on. Oh my God. And that's what I think he's known for is like pissing off ghosts. And I, if I was that girl, I would be, I would probably shit myself. <laughs> If I was in the room I passed out in believing it was because of a ghost and then he's like being there like, can you show us something? Show us something, ghost. I would be <laughs> tripping. I would literally shit on him or just punch him out. I would be so, I'm like, you want to pass out? Do you want to pass out? And then I just beat him <laughs> up. You're not going to do that to me. Leave me alone vulnerable with Lizzie <laughs> or Andrew or Bridget. Like these people are upset. They're no. upset. There was tragedy. Yeah. So one of the biggest focuses of this episode was about this potential demonic spirit in the house that people believe could have influenced Lizzie to commit the murders. So people believe this because there was actually another double murder that happened on this property five decades before the Borden Axe murders happened. Why wasn't this mentioned? Because it has more to do with the hauntings than it does the actual murders. Okay. I trust the process, but oh my <laughs> God, that's black. I know. So in 1848, Andrew's uncle lived in the house right next door. And trigger warning for people, um, this includes death of children. So if that upsets you, fast forward like 30 seconds. So Andrew's uncle lived right next door. Um, same property. And his wife drowned their three kids on the in the well on the property, and only one of them lived. And then she slit her own throat with a straight razor. Oh my god, that is tragic. Yes, it is is very very sad. Mm. So this caused people to think that there is like a curse or a dark spirit that's associated with the Bordens, and that this spirit fed off the dysfunction of the Borden family. Hmm. And some paranormal investigators even think that this dark spirit resides in the basement of the home. So we're going to talk about the basement for a second. At one point, the ghost adventure team goes down into the basement and they're interviewing two other paranormal investigators. One is the Matt Monet's and the other one is Tim Weisberg. And they both say that they were down there in the basement one day doing a paranormal investigation at the home and they said they saw a woman being scratched by an unseen spirit which like i hate that Uh, so much oh oh god and then tim said to the spirit why don't you pick on someone your own size if you want somebody take me on why do people agonize (sighs) spirits like that no you don't challenge them I know. So after he said that, he got slammed into a wall behind him by an unknown source. And they said that they could even see the handprints that were on his elbows from somebody slamming him against the wall after it happened. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I cannot with this episode, Sabrina. I literally have freaking chills. You got the goosies? I have so many goosies. They're everywhere. It's wigging me (laughs) out, man. So because of this potential demonic spirit, the team decided to go into a lockdown at the Borden house. Because why not? (laughs) Why not? Um, With the psychic medium, Liz, and Eleanor, who was a tour guide. So a little bit of backstory about them, too. 
The psychic medium Liz had done a seance in the Borden home before, and she said during the seance that all of a sudden the room just started to look strange and blurry and she couldn't really make anybody out in the room and she said that she became extremely disoriented and she didn't even know where she was and then eleanor the tour guide she said that she really did not like going down in the basement because one time she went down there um, to get some supplies and as she was climbing back up the stairs right behind her she heard footsteps and she turned around to see who it was and there was nobody there oh so that's Lord. every child's nightmare, right? Like that's why we all ran up the stairs if there was a basement. Oh my god, yes. I just it reminds me, did you watch it? Um, I watched the original as like a really young kid, but I hid my eyes most of the time. The new season or the season, the new <laughs> the movie. Season. Um that Savannah's creating. <laughs> well, the clown, like there's a basement scene and it starts flooding mm-hmm. and he like jumps up out of the water. And this is what it reminds yeah. me of. Like the nope. Georgie ran up the stairs. He was freaking wigging out. And this is exactly why, because shit like this happens in basements. I hate that. Mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. that's why basements are scary they just are mm-hmm. i never want to be the last one out of a basement no i'll shove someone down so i can get out first yeah i think my sister veronica and i as kids would fight to see who like we would kind of like push each other out of the way and like race each other to the stairs to see who yeah. would go up first it's an episode of survivor i don't know you <laughs> like when we're going up the stairs together never met you in my life i'm taking blood doesn't matter me. at that point nope sorry Bye. the only blood that matters is mine not getting spilled <laughs> so the rest of the episode they're trying to figure out if there's some demonic spirit in the house and what that demonic spirit's motive is so they start off trying to communicate with ghosts in the home using a rim pod which really quick for those who don't know a rim pod is like this circular device um and it has lights on it and it radiates its own electromagnetic field which allows spirits to communicate it like through it so it can detect when things move in and out of the um field the em field is what it's called and it has five different lights on it um all different colors and each color is matched with a different tone and they indicate a different strength of the field's disturbance. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Coolio. So yeah, they start off with the rim pod and they ask the spirit to let them know if it's there and the rim pod does light up and it makes a tone. Then Zach asked the ghost if it wants to do harm to them. And he said one tone for yes, two for no. And it said, yes. Then they ask if it is the killer of Andrew and Abby Borden, and it says yes. And then they ask if it's evil, and it says no. And Zach goes on to ask the spirit if it's a child, and then he said that the room just went completely cold. At this point, Zach brings out this digital recorder to try and get some, like, voices on record. Mm-hmm. And he's asking the spirits to talk to him, and he's not really getting a response at all. But then they hear this shuffling noise and then, like, a loud hiss. And then they hear footsteps running up the stairs. Oh, my God. I know. I'm, like, getting chills remembering the episode. So they go upstairs, and they realize that the noises they heard were coming from the guest room where abby borden was murdered 
So they keep asking the spirit, are you a boy or a girl? Did you kill Abby? Are you Lizzie? They just keep like pounding him with questions. And the EVP recorder picks up a phrase that sounds like it's saying, I'll take you to heaven. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, then Zach goes up to the attic by himself. Um, in the same room where the daughter's owner passed out, Bridget Sullivan's room. No. I believe it's Bridget Sullivan's room. Don't oh quote my me God. on that. Though. And Zach, as he goes up there, he said that he heard a laugh, but like somehow this is not picked up on his camera's audio. So he could have just been saying that. I don't know. But he said he heard a laugh, which just like reminds me throwback to Lizzie Borden laughing at the top of the stairs as yes. like, they're struggling to let her father in. <sighs> So he's up in this room and then there's like a creaking noise in the bedroom. And this dude is like keen on pissing off these ghosts because he's like, come on, let me hear it again. Make another sound. Why don't you make another sound? Just like yelling at them. Mm -hmm. And then he notices a drawer is open beside the bed and he determines that like that's the noise that he heard. Like he recreates it and he was like, wait, that was the creaking noise that I heard. And I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. They did rewind the continuous camera footage that he had. And a minute before he discovers the drawer was open, you can see it's clearly closed in the bedroom. And he is the only one up in that bedroom. Um, And then whenever they recreated the sound, it sounded almost identical to what he had heard and picked up on the camera. So later on, they pick up another EVP recording. And it sounds like they said, Keep on killing. Keep them coming. Oh. And I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah. So then they bring in Liz and Eleanor to do this like group EVP session. And they're all just like sitting in, I think it's the parlor. It could be the living room, but they're all sitting in this room down on the main floor. And they're just like shooting the shit. They're having a good time. They're joking. They have like an axe and they're like joking, like, come take this axe from me, which like disrespectful first off mm-hmm. um and then everything changes liz starts to say that she doesn't feel good and then someone else in the room agrees and they're like I feel like sick i don't feel good and then someone says that they just saw a figure standing in the doorway of the room <sighs> and then all of a sudden the room just gets really cold and then they bring Perfect. out a spirit box which savannah are you familiar with the spirit box no So for Savannah and anybody else who doesn't know, it's a device used to communicate with ghosts. It scans through about five radio stations per second. And the spirits are like supposed to manipulate the radio station to communicate with the living. So they pick out random words that like are what they want to say. A lot of people think that they're fake and just pick up random radio stations. I think that it could possibly be a good way to communicate with ghosts. Hmm. So they, and this is good proof of why I believe it's true. Mm -hmm. So they pick up a spirit saying they're all together. And then it says, thank you, Zach. And like, just saying Zach, I don't know. That's pretty specific. Then they ask the name of the family who has had a lot of murders on the property. And the spirit box says Borden. Then all of a sudden, as this is happening, a flashlight that's sitting on the floor behind them turns on. And Zach asks the spirit, 
turn the flashlight back off and then they pick up another sound and this voice sounds demonic and it says tell them about the girl so then they ask the spirit for its first name and it says abby which like that's so specific you know Mm -hmm. and Mm. next they ask andrew if he's here and it says maybe oh my god Next, they ask, can you tell me who attacks people here? And it said, Lizzie. So, like, all these names of every person who's, like, in the Borden, they literally said Borden, Abby, Lizzie. Like, those are so specific. I think if it was just randomly cycling through channels, you would pick up a lot of different stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So then Liz goes on to almost start, like, antagonizing the spirit by saying she's going to spill Andrew's secret and then Zach Beggins and another man in the room like that's part of his crew start feeling like really really angry so they tell the women to get out for their safety because they think like the spirit is manipulating their feelings and emotions which I did a lot of research for this episode and a couple of other people said that they kind of felt like their emotions were influenced by spirits in the house but like they were just like zach beggins is like on the couch and he's like fidgeting a lot and he has the axe in his hand it's really creepy mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah she just keeps like antagonizing being like i'm gonna spill your secret i know why like i have a theory and i and basically she was saying that andrew was sexually assaulting lizzie which is why lizzie killed them oh my um, god yeah and so apparently the spirits didn't like that so they were manipulating their emotions to be angry maybe to carry out some bidding they wanted done oh my god yes so they had the ladies leave for their safety and that's pretty much how the episode ends Mm -mm. but savannah the borden house isn't the only haunted home associated with the bordens Maplecroft Mansion. Do you remember where Emma and Lizzie lived after the murders and the trials? Yep, they lived in their bougie swag home. Uh huh. Exactly through lavish parties. Yep. They also have some haunted activity there. There have been orb sightings and like a significant amount of orbs all at once, to where they said it looks similar to a snowstorm because of it. Wow. Which I can't even imagine what that would look like. Mm-mm. I guess like a snowstorm. I could imagine it actually. <laughs> like the inside of a snow globe, maybe? Yeah. People have also claimed to actually see Lizzie in the hallway. They say she's wearing a deep purple satin dress and um, that she's pretty friendly, which is good. Good for Lizzie, finding peace on the other side. And they see Emma as well. And they say Emma is not as friendly. Um, and people also have said that they see some other like unidentified spirits they just don't know who they are um but it's said that lizzie will roam back and forth from maplecroft to the bed and breakfast at the uh borden house so she just travels wherever she wants keeping both businesses open and running for business oh my god so that is the haunting of the borden house god i hated it i hated it i hated it especially the ghost adventures episode like why would you do that why would you egg them on it feels like wrong watching it i'm like this is bad <laughs> why are you doing this yeah but yeah it just feels so 
awful that they antagonize the ghosts. They yell at them. They like really try and get them to do something. And I know you got like a TV show to create, but like maybe be a little bit respectful, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe like don't call them rapist and like maybe don't hold an ax and be like, what are you going to do? You want me to use this? Like, no, that's weird. It is. It is bad. It's definitely Mm. not good. Would not recommend. Um, And a part of me is like, I wouldn't even want to visit this location because they play into the murder so much and they make light of it. And I feel like that probably pissed the ghost off, mm-hmm. you know, because if I was a ghost, if I was a person who was brutally murdered and then I was haunting the location that I was murdered and people were like making fun of the way that like I got murdered and they were like, oh, it's fun. We have like toy axes and Lizzie like plush dolls with Lizzie holding an axe and she's covered in blood. It's like, come on, you're leaning into it a lot. Like I'd be pissed as a ghost. Mm-hmm. So it yeah, makes sense. I would too. And like even the thought of like a demonic presence there. Oh, that scares me to death. I know that number one reason why I wouldn't visit. No, I wouldn't want to be picking up what they're putting down, which is not anything good. Exactly. So true, Sav. <sighs> Lord, no more. No more Lizzie Borden. She's done, correct? Yes. We have wrapped up our three-part series on Lizzie Borden. You this is our longest so series. Oh you gosh, did great, you. dude. There was a lot of research. It was, was wonderful. So much it was so damn scary. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we've been freaked out. <laughs> every episode she's just doing so much i just Mm -hmm. no 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 Mm -hmm. more let her rest yes they've had enough um thank you lizzie we appreciate you letting us tell your story i guess Uh (laughs) but But we are don't tell us we don't want you know what it's fine we got what we need it's okay we did our research Mm -hmm. we're closing this chapter Mm -hmm. um but what a fun series to do it was fascinating to learn about it because obviously you know we knew the nursery rhyme i call it a nursery rhyme i think it's more of like a jump rope rhyme um Mm -hmm. and that's about all i knew but i feel like i learned so much and we hope that you guys did too Mm -hmm. so sav how many days left until halloween there are 239 days and if i catch any of you dressing up like lizzie or any of her family we're shutting it down you don't need to be doing that that is wrong zach biggins no 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 if you want to talk about it you come talk to me comment in our section why Sav will give feel... you a straight talking to yes it. why you feel like it's appropriate to dress up that way i mean like i'm not judging you do whatever the hell you want to do except that don't dress up like that <laughs> that's wrong and that place is so haunted dudes don't do so it so haunted don't do yeah. it if you need any costume advice also comment in our whatever on our social media on our facebook on our in our instagram on our tiktok literally we will help you plan the most fun spectacular costume we will. anything but that or i'm gonna come and i'm gonna give you a stern talking to in those comments i could be quite literal and grammatically correct and you don't want it <laughs> you don't want the heat that savannah's about to apply i'm about to bring it on like donkey kong don't do it it's just bad but no it is bad juju i agree with savannah don't do it it's um don't disrespect lizzie borden like that you know mm-hmm. i get it 
But we hope that you all have enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, go ahead and rate our podcast. Give us five stars. We love that. You can and rate us all. on yeah, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Facebook. You can also follow us on Facebook at Slightly Scary Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Slightly Scary 13. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Slightly Scary Pod. Until next time, keep it scary. Slightly scary. <laughs> you literally took the the joke out of my lungs it literally just like <laughs> that was hilarious said i followed this case for years seen movies listen sorry it's podcasts. supposed to be movies That's yeah okay. i put moves Mo- sorry, can i've seen the moves that? man no <laughs> was it a sneeze or a cough attack it was both Ooh, fancy do you need to take a moment and get some water i've got wine i'm okay okay my medicine (laughs) which what even is mutton is that like an oatmeal no that's um lamb oh oh, i was way off isn't it um i don't know i'm pretty sure it's lamb sounds like it could be it's sheep oh well they had mutton monzi monies monies how would you say that I'm going to go with mayonnaise. (laughs) Mayonnaise. No, I can't. All I want to say is mayonnaise. I'm sorry.